Welcome to Growth Mindset University. My name is Jordan Paris, 21-year-old author and host of this show. And with this show, you and I will embark on a journey to learn the things that we should have learned in school but did not, so that we may take control of our lives while fulfilling our vision of success. Each episode will feature a brand new lesson, and now it's time for today's lesson. So put your thinking cap on because school is now in session. All right, so I'd like to speak about this fantastic book that I read many years ago. It's called The Mastery of Love, and I think every single person should get it. It is a relatively small book. It's like just under 200 pages. And it's like one of those five inch by eight inch books. So it's smaller, significantly smaller than like the normal, like six by nine, uh, which takes a lot longer to read. Um, so it's an easy read. And I, you know, I read this when I was like 17 years old. So yeah, it was really one of the first books I ever read voluntarily, if not maybe the first. Uh, my totally awesome Uncle Brian gifted me this book when I was like 14, but I didn't bother picking it up for three years later. Like I don't, I didn't give a shit, you know, who cares? Um, I wasn't into reading, you know, I was an ignorant 14 year old kid um, who thought he had it figured out, but that was not very true. So, uh, you know, when I got desperate three years later at age 17 as a junior in high school, you know, I picked this book up and it changed my life. So it is referred to the subtitle here is says it's a practical guide to the art of relationship, but it's not really just about your relationships with others. It is about making the relationship you have with yourself much, much healthier. Uh, so through ancient Toltec stories, the author Don Miguel Ruiz uh, teaches us how to squash the fear that destroys all our relationships. And so, and he, also heal our emotional wounds and find joy and freedom in our lives. So by the time, yeah, I finished, by the time I finished reading this book, my entire self image and every relationship I had in my life had been radically transformed into much, much healthier versions. So my top four takeaways from the mastery of love go like this. Number one, the mastery of love is self-love and self-respect. Um, you know, you never, if you put all your happiness into one person, like that's not self-love like and, or self-respect. Like you're putting, you are literally handing your, you do not respect yourself because you are handing your happiness over to someone else. You're putting it in their hands. And if whatever you put in someone's hands, like they can always drop it and break it. So you want to keep that to yourself. You want your happiness, your well-being, your level of joy and fulfillment. You want those things to be independent of other people. And the only way that happens is when you love and respect yourself. So that was number one. Number two, relationships from hell. 
this one was this one's funny. Um, relationships from hell are formed when the primary method of communication with another person is like by relating through our wounds. So, you know, when we, you know, we talk about like, you know, being miserable together, we talk shit on other people together. Like that's how we relate. Like that's how, that's how we make conversation. And that's how relationships from hell are formed. Uh, and these kind of people go into relationships with the disillusionment that they can heal each other's wounds, which is totally untrue because only you can heal your own wounds. It's just, it's false. Like you, like you can't, like someone else is not gonna, is not gonna fix everything for you the same way, you know, getting rich, like it's not going to solve all your problems. Uh, being famous, like that's not going to solve all your problems. Like, like rich and famous people still have problems. <laughs> it's like, they don't just go away. Uh, in the same way, like when you, when you get a partner, like, all your problems are not going to go away. All your wounds are not going to be magically healed. That was number two. So number three is the perfect relationship. And I love this one. I, this one has just guided my approach to every interaction I have ever had since I've read this book three years ago, almost four. Anyway, so a dog is a dog. A cat is a cat. And we can't make a dog into a cat. Um, so if we want a cat, like, why would it make any sense for us to get a dog? Like, would that make any sense? No, it wouldn't make any sense. So if we, we want, we, we should be specific, very specific about what, what we want, honest with ourselves on what we really want in a partner, uh, in a friend. Another aspect of the perfect relationship is that each person is responsible for themselves there is no ownership. This is key. You have no idea. I mean, I'm a 20-year-old kid, like, in, in college. You have no idea the sorts of terrible freaking relationships I see where, where, you know, one person in the relationship, like, the boyfriend doesn't allow, like, literally doesn't even allow the girlfriend to, like, go out and have fun. Like, literally just takes ownership of the girl. And it's disgusting, quite frankly. Um, you know, the, the person, one person thinks they got to be responsible for the actions and, and everything to do with the other person. Like, that's just like, that's bullshit. Uh, that shouldn't, there shouldn't be any ownership. Like you, like you control your half and I control my half of the relationship or my whole, you know, uh, you can, like you control your whole of the relationship and I control my whole of the relationship because you don't go into a relationship as like half and half you go in as whole and whole uh you know oftentimes i hear people say like like oh he's my other half she's my other half um and that's kind of like disrespectful to yourself because you're just admitting that you're incomplete like you're like you are not whole without someone else completing you it's and that violates my number one take that violates the mastery of love which is self-love and self-respect. So we really got to stay in our own lanes if we want to experience a perfect relationship. Um, and the next aspect of a, of a perfect relationship, and this is what makes the entire thing work. And without this, nothing else happens. And it was the number one takeaway. 
We must love ourselves, major key, first. We must love ourselves first if we're going to go into a perfect relationship. Number four, takeaway, uh, the wounded mind. So many of us walk around with these wounds infected with like emotional poison, which bubbles to the surface in the form of hate, anger, jealousy, sadness, and hypocrisy. Uh, we live in continuous fear of being hurt. And we consider that crap normal. We classify it as normal, but it is definitely not normal. I can tell you that. And we go into, you know, we take it even further. We go into denial. We lie to ourselves. We choose to like not see our own wounds because it's too painful to look at ourselves as we are. It's too painful to let others see us as we are. And, and this is how, this is, so we put up barriers. We put up barriers to keep others away and prevent our wounds from being touch, touched. Toltecs call this the dream of hell. And, and this is exactly why we get fake people, fake marketing, and all that other fake crap. Because it's too painful to see things as they are. So we just put up this front. We put on this show, like, uh, because we can't, we, we just can't let, it, let, let, let people see us as we are. Like, it's a fundamental flaw of, of our society, I believe. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe it's just different for me because I'm in, you know, I'm, I'm in college. Maybe it's, maybe in the adult world, uh, it's, uh, it's a little different. I, that, that would be cool. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So this book, that, those are my four takeaways. This book is immensely, immensely powerful. So I really do implore you to check this thing out on Amazon. It's like 10 bucks, 10 bucks, easy read. Um, I've read it multiple times over the years. Like I love it. And obviously I'd give this book a five out of five. And so next to just close, I got these I extracted these awesome quotes from this book, my, my favorite quotes from the book. Uh, number one, so what you are is a force, a force that makes it possible for your body to live, a force that makes it possible for your whole mind to dream. You are life. Like we, we all have this life inside of us. Like we are life. Number two, the master, and this, this kind of builds off number one. The master lives within everyone. When you give food to the one who is starving, when you give water to the one who is thirsty, when you cover the one who is cold, you give your love to the master. So number three, humans hunt for love. We feel that we need that love because we believe we don't have love because we don't love ourselves. That's why we don't have love because we don't love ourselves. We hunt for love in other humans, just like us, expecting to get from them, expecting to get love from them when these humans are in the same condition as we are. They don't love themselves either. So how much love can we actually get from them? We merely create a bigger need that isn't real. We keep hunting and hunting, but in the wrong place because other humans don't have the love we need. Guys, this is so, so key. If you're going to experience any sort of love, any sort of real genuine love and not lust in your life, 
you know, just artificial highs. Like you have to love yourself. This is this. It was a major, major key in all four takeaways that I took from this book. And obviously, you know, I said the mastery of love is self-love. I'm going to say that like 20 more times, I guess, because uh, I really want to drive it home. Um, so, yeah, we're, we, we keep hunting and hunting in the wrong place. Other humans don't have what we need, guys. So my last quote to finish off, life is nothing but a dream. And if we are artists, then we can create our life with love and our dream becomes a masterpiece of art. So really, you know, I, I've had this, I've had this quote in my like Instagram bio for, you know, I, yeah, I know pathetic, right? Uh, is it, I get, it's kind of cliche to talk about your social media, but I'm going to talk about it anyway, because I think this is important. So I've had this quote in my bio for like two years now. It says, don't make a living, design a life. And, and it's, I don't, yeah, it sounds good, but that's not why it's there. Like, it's not just there because it sounds good. It's, it's there because it actually has meaning because it actually freaking works uh, in my life. It, it's allowed me to create a life with a ton of joy and very, in, you know, very, uh, a really cool set of problems. <laughs> and I say, I say a cool set of problems because we can never really get rid of problems in our life. We can only choose the problem, the set of problems that we wish to have like you know rich people have problems so do poor people uh ordinary people have problems so do famous people so the point here yeah we can't really get rid of of problems and so i've created a life where you know my problems are awesome like entrepreneur the problems of an entrepreneur are the problems that i choose in my life um so yeah going back to this quote you know about us being artists and we can create our life with love and our dream becomes a masterpiece of art that's what I try to do. I am trying to paint this masterpiece of a life. Like I'm designing my creatively and effectively designing my life uh, the way I want it to be. I am being who I want to be. I'm doing what I want to do. And it's vastly different from who I was when I just walked around aimlessly and had no, no vision, no like I wasn't, I wasn't creatively and effectively designing my life back in high school. Like I was a miserable, depressed kid for three years uh, and it freaking sucked. But now I'm designing my life and I'm seeing results and I'm seeing, you know, I'm experiencing joy and it's awesome. So if I could leave you with anything today, yeah, love yourself. And number two, go out there and create a masterpiece. Like that's my challenge to you today. Go out there and create a masterpiece of a life. Like design your day, design your goals, design how you're going to get to each goal, design, design your like whole year, design your whole month. I got this calendar in front of me right now. Um, design everything uh, and make, you know, I don't know what life beautifully designed looks to you, but to me, it's full of love, laughter, learning growth and giving that's life beautifully designed to me. And that's everything I do is an effort to create a life that's filled with those sort of prosperities. Um, 
So yeah, I hope you guys really enjoy this message today. If you did, go ahead and rate this five stars on the App Store, uh, on iTunes, whatever. I'm new to this whole podcasting thing. I'm not 100% sure how this all works yet. But um, And also subscribe so that you don't miss the next episode because uh, it's going to be powerfully explosive like they all will be. Um, cool. So until next time, design your life, my friends. I almost forgot, guys. If you could go ahead and hit that subscribe button on your Apple podcast app or whatever you're listening on, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, anything you're listening on, just go ahead and hit subscribe so that you can get the next episode right when it comes out and you will be notified and it's going to be fan flippantastic. All right. Well, thank you.